0: You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click click Lindsay. Lindsay.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the traffic and leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today I have a return guest coming. He's one of my very favorite guests on the show. I interviewed Kevin back in July and it was one of my most favorite episodes that I've recorded. I've been doing this a long time. So he should take that as a compliment and you guys should go back to July and listen to this awesome episode. So today I'm interviewing Mr. Kevin Donlin from client cloning systems. Now, Kevin is a really, really good both online marketer and offline marketer. And I think both of those really have to work together in order to have a really cohesive marketing plan and to get the most clients you possibly can. And Kevin just has a way of like being like, yeah, do online marketing, but you can do these little offline marketing tactics too to kind of enhance your online marketing strategy. So he was the creator and inventor of the little thing called the printed email, which essentially you just print off an email and you send it to your prospects. And they're like, oh, look, a piece of paper. This person actually exists. It's not all electronic. It's a pretty cool little trick. And I like it. And every month Kevin sends out, if you sign up for his marketing multipliers plan, every month he will send you brand new ideas on how to take your marketing to the next level. So we bring him on to try to get as much information from him that we possibly can without having to sign up for marketing multipliers. And we're so glad he will come on and share his secrets. So it's a great episode. You guys are going to love it. But before then, little commercials. My name is One Click Lindsay, and I am with TrafficAndLeads.com. That is my digital marketing agency. I've been digital marketing for 12 years. We know what we're doing over here. I have a whole team of specialists. I have SEO specialists and pay-per-click specialists and Facebook ad specialists. I know. How many more times can I say the word specialist in this little commercial? Well, it's something to consider. I know a lot of you have in-house marketing teams. Some of you hire just an SEO firm or just a Facebook marketing firm. But here at TrafficAndLeads.com, I have a team member that heads up every one of my divisions, including uh, graphic design and web design. So we can help you with all of those things so you don't have to like look around for someone in every specialty. So it may be worth considering to hiring an agency like mine so we can handle every, all of your needs and you don't have to, you know, look everywhere for it. But next week I will be doing an episode on what to look for in an online marketing agency and should you hire in-house or should you outsource? And I think you guys will like that episode. It's a solo episode, you guys love it. But anyway, if your website is sitting dead in the water, if you need more traffic and leads for your business, if you wanna build your email list, make sure you reach out to us at trafficandleads.com. So let's, oh wait, hello? I've got to introduce the click technique, of course. By the way, the book is coming up. Be be ready because it's going to be released. It's going to be awesome. But until then, until then, if you're not really sure where to go with your online marketing and you want to build a strong foundation, make sure you check out theclicktechnique.com. Every letter of the word click stands for a piece of uh, a step you need to take to succeed online marketing and to build a strong online marketing foundation. So make sure you check that out. It's free at... TheClickTechnique.com. Let's dive into this awesome episode with Kevin. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the show again. So glad to have you back.
0: Thank you, Lindsay. It's terrific to be back.
1: So just for fun, can you give everyone just a quick reminder of what you do? Yes,
0: I have two businesses, a marketing uh, copywriter for businesses typically doing a million dollars and up per year. And then I have another, uh, and that's through uh, clientcloningsystems.com. And then I also have a second business, Marketing Multipliers, typically for businesses doing less than a million dollars a year. That's marketingmultipliers.com. And that's a monthly subscription box with a tool and some other goodies that go out by U.S. Mail every month. So I try to hit uh, both kinds of businesses, above and below a million
1: awesome so we were talking pre pre-show about how you are like the king of follow-up can you kind of <laughs> lecture lecture our guests or our listeners on such a thing and why that's so important
0: sure i hate lectures i fell asleep in most of them <laughs> in college so let's. my let's listeners
1: say. love abuse so go ahead just well just let's lay it just out say
0: <laughs> this is a marketing discussion no it's a conversation so stay awake it's a conversation um I So, you know, yours is about traffic and leads, and um, there are a million in ways to get more traffic and leads, but a lot of people overlook um, getting the most of the traffic and leads they already have. That sounds pretty obvious until you think about it. So I'm a big believer in follow-up, which is another way to look at follow-up is that if you're panning for gold in the stream, you can, if you, you know... If you only swill the rocks around in your pan once and then dump it after five seconds, you're probably missing some some gold, some money. Some about, you know, resifting, resorting, going through, following up with people, you know, basically until they buy or die. So you're not dead, which is good, which means we're having another conversation because I followed up with you about uh, seven months after our last interview. And you'll probably hear from me in about another eight to 12 months just because I have, you know, uh, I schedule this stuff. I have a CRM. I don't. I don't have you know a list of Post-it notes trying to track all this. If you really have a serious business, you really need a you know customer relationship management application, whether it's Salesforce or Infusionsoft, HubSpot, whatever.
1: What do you but, use? Uh,
0: I use Salesforce and Infusionsoft.
1: Okay. Yeah, but I've
0: had clients use you know HubSpot. I think there's one called Sugar that I hear good things about. I've never used, but you know anything is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Don't um, get hung up about what you're going to use for your business. Just use anything beyond Excel, for example. That's, to me, that's a warning sign that you have a hobby. You don't have a business.
1: But Excel is better than post-it notes, eh?
0: It is. It is. So (laughs) I'm not going to complain too much. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, it is. It's better
1: than post this notes. Awesome. So the last time you were an awesome guest on my show, you told us about the magical paper email. And just as a reminder to folks, is what that is, is essentially Kevin, in all of his wisdom, printed off an email, like the to, the from, the subject, it looked like an email, and actually mailed that to potential clients, which would capture their attention and, you know, close some sales because you're being different than your competitors. So since then, I'm guessing you have have some other tools you've developed. Are you willing to share those with us or at least one or two yeah. of them?
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk until you stop me. So I've got uh, three on tap here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other thing is that I don't know if we had this conversation when we talked, stop me if you did, but um, I got a paper email from Toyota, Oh, a big fortune 500 company. And um, I, I don't claim to have invented the paper email. I credit but I might you, Kevin.
1: I credit you. All right.
0: I gave it the name, right? So, But I was one of the first to use it. I'm convinced of that. About 2009, I first did. But yeah, I got one from Toyota. It said it looked like it was a printed email, and it had a note at the top saying, you know, Kevin, you, you should call our sales manager. It had a deadline. It was a very good direct marketing piece, and it was an email printed and mailed. Love so, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the thing, it's cool. You know, nobody hates getting these things. I mean, the the last time you enjoyed and loved getting an email and you printed it and stuck it on the bulletin board, that was never, right? So that's why I like, and everyone likes to get things in the mail because it doesn't happen as much as it used to. So anyway, that's the rationale for it. I still use them. Uh, So let's talk about, I've got a couple of goodies here. Um, So I'm going to do some consumer research. I'm going to read you, (laughs) you you didn't know you were going to be a guinea pig. I'm going to read you three titles. Of three different tools. You tell me which one you want to hear first.
1: Okay, okay, first. I'm ready.
0: The marketing roulette here. The first one is the sales focus finder. Second one is the one thing scorecard. And the third is the sales conversation starter. Which one do you want to hear first?
1: Um the sales conversation starter. I gave <laughs> it a good. whirl. That's so. what I picked. <laughs>
0: Roulette. Yes. So this is one um, This is one I just created for my uh, marketing multipliers uh, club, and it's, it's based on a simple premise. If you ask people, what's the number one reason for failure in business? It, it's all a variation on low sales. You didn't have enough new revenue coming mm-hmm. in. It's pretty much the bottom. You couldn't pay your bills. <clears throat> so there are a lot of ways to increase your sales quickly. The number one way, and it's not at all sexy... In my book, it's making phone calls, and that's um, an uncomfortable truth. You can qualify, you know, if you have a targeted list of past clients, past prospects, people who have downloaded your stuff, there's, you can probably come up with 50 names in an hour or two, and you can bang out 50 phone calls in a couple of hours once you get warmed up. Um, and there's a lot of research about this. There's a really good book called um, uh, Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb uh, Blount, I believe. And he's got some research that shows... If you call first thing in the morning, you, you can pretty much reach between 20 and 50 percent of the people, even though everyone will tell you. No one answers. Mm-hmm. Anymore. They just they do because people are carrying the phone in their pocket and they unconsciously will pick it up. So, um, again, this is not cold calling, by the way, you're, you're calling to people who have some sort of a relationship with you. There are, you know, more straightforward pro- prospecting would be, yeah, calling names of people who have never, ever heard of you before. But this is people who have some sort of a relationship. So I submit that if you can uh, come up with a list of about 25 to 50 uh, phone numbers, people who have some sort of a relationship, you're halfway to really boosting your sales fairly quickly and predictably. And all you need is a reason to call people uh, and something to tell them. So in the sales <laughs> conversation started, I mean, it it's, couldn't be any easier if you think about it. You know, get, you know, a reason to call that makes sense to them, not to you. It's got a mad, you know, mad. <laughs> um, and then something to say. Uh, And then you have to have a, of course, you need to have a desired outcome. You need to know ahead of time, why am I calling this person? Do I want to qualify them to see if they're ready for the next step? Do I want to ask them to get on a a consultation with me? That's going to be longer. Or do I want to transition straight into a selling conversation They can have different objectives, right? Um, So once you've got your list of people and reasons for calling them and your objective, then you just start calling and, um, I'm going to just, I've got, there are three, how many have I got here? Three, four kinds of people you could be calling. Three, rather. You can call current or past clients is one. You can call unconverted leads in your database, which would be number two. And then you can call contacts on LinkedIn, which is a bigger universe. That's the third group that you can call here. So why would you be calling these people? If you're calling a current or past client, It could be you're offering some value tied to something that they have just bought or bought a while ago. So you're offering value tied to what you sell. In the case of unconverted leads, um, what I like to do is, since I track stuff in Infusionsoft, I can tell who's opening my emails, who's clicking. I'll often call people um, after they've watched a video, for example. I've got all these different triggers in Infusionsoft. So I'm calling based on something they've done in one of my emails. So you have to be able to see the email, what action they're taking. Worst case scenario, if you've sent them like three emails in the past week or 10 days and, they, and you haven't heard from them, you can say, I'm calling about these three emails I sent you. So in, in any case, if you're talking to an unconverted lead, you know, use the email as an excuse. And then when you're talking to contacts on LinkedIn, just reference the latest interaction you've had with them. Thanks for accepting my uh, invitation, Lindsay. Or hey, I, thanks for liking my video, Lindsay. There are 101 You know, reasons you can call someone. Hey, you and I both know Joe Schmidlap, um, and we're both second-level connections. Uh, I thought I'd give you a call. So, you know, just have a reason to call these people. And there's research, too. I think it was Robert Cialdini who did research about people making copies, and he had people just cut in front of other people and said, can I make copies and something like eight times out of 10, they said, no, get out of here. But if you cut in front of someone and said, can I make copies? Because I need to make copies. Completely ridiculous reason, but they had the word because in front of it. Well, in that case, all of a sudden people, you know, 50, 80% of the time said, okay, just because you said because. So what I like to do is just call people and say, hey, hey Lindsay, I'm calling because uh, you just clicked on the video I sent you in the email. Or, hey, Lindsay, I'm calling you because you had me on your podcast seven months ago. I'm wondering if your schedule is going to open up. I have a slot next Month, what do you think? So, just give people a because reason that's somewhat plausible, and you can get people to listen to the rest of your conversation. Um, So, if you're doing just that much, you're going to have conversations with people and you're going to start selling conversations. And you know, meanwhile, you can be sending out email blasts, you can be doing webcasts, or you can post a fun little video on LinkedIn, and there's a place for all that. But you know, this is a way to have phone calls with people. Uh, they're going to start, you know, meaningful sales conversations. And yes, it, you know, make people are not comfortable doing this. I don't particularly love to get up and make phone calls, but I do this almost every day. And if you do just think about it this way, if you make just five calls a day, that's a hundred phone calls a month that you can be making. And I guarantee you, let me make this promise. If anyone is listening to this podcast and you're making a hundred or more phone calls a month right now, send me an email and I will send you a free copy of one of my That's how confident I am that pretty much no one is making 100 phone calls a month. But this is a simple way to do that. Um, And I call it the sales conversation starter. Basically, just find a reason to call people that makes some logical sense. Tell them why you're calling. And then um, offer them some value is the final piece of this. I just did an email that got some really good results. Lindsay, can I forward it to you? I think you might like it. Um, Yesterday, this is a perfect example. I called a guy who's been in my database for seven months. He bought something from me, and we hadn't had a conversation in about four months. He's a perfect prospect for my copywriting. He's got three businesses, total revenue, well over a million dollars. And we hadn't talked, so I called and said, hey, I'll just make up a name, Joe. You've been been a loyal member of my Marketing Multipliers Club for seven months. Thank you, I really appreciate that. Um, I know you've uh, been reading the last couple emails I sent, and you and I are both fans of Dan Kennedy, and we had this, and right there, we started a conversation that went on for like 10 minutes, right? And then as it happens, he had been to some of the same seminars that I had been to. But because I'm a writer, I take really copious notes. So I said, Joe, can I send you my notes from these three Dan Kennedy seminars? He said, yeah, that'd be great. So I sent the notes. And then I also sent another thing that I didn't promise, but uh, which I wanted him to see, which was a case study, which was very relevant to him. And then I said, hey, uh, this is a guy who's in a similar situation to yours. Take a look. What do you think? And if he hadn't replied to that email, it was in my database to call him in about a week and just pin down. What did you think? Because I'm trying to advance the conversation. Well, he replied and said, I love it. This is really cool. And then he asked me a a bunch of other questions. And so today I've just sent him an email saying, let's talk. So we've advanced things to the point where now we're going to have a conversation about a potential project. Um, None of this would have happened had I not picked up the phone and called him. And so that's an example of uh, how this can work. And I will typically get on the phone with about 20 uh, to 25% of the people I call. And that may not sound like a lot, but if you're looking at your emails, how many of your emails get opened 25% of the time, let alone get a response? It's, it's, It's really much more productive than email. And a lot of people don't want to hear that, and that's fine because it's an opportunity for you
1: if you want to try
0: this idea out. So... That is uh, (laughs) the sales conversation starter in a rather
1: large... I love it. And is there a reason, I'm guessing there is, so I'm setting you up here. Is there a reason why you're making these calls, Uh Kevin, and not like some person in your office, some salesperson?
0: Yeah, this is so I want to get the um, scripts banged out myself,
1: and then I can hand them off
0: to somebody. So that's a very good question. You don't have to do... There are some people who just have a physical aversion to making calls. And again, these are not cold calls, these are warm calls. But if you really can't do it, sure. Find someone you trust. But what I like to do is at the very least I'm gonna get and I get hung up on. I had one I get I run into gatekeepers who say no and they hang up the phone. I've never been sworn at. I'm pretty polite till today but, on know, this podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, goodbye. Right. But I mean you're gonna get value. Worst case scenario I like to say you, you win some, you learn some, right? So I mean if I don't get an outcome that I want I'm going to learn, ooh, that wasn't so good, and I do a quick analysis. You know, How could I do that better next time? And I'm getting market uh, intelligence as well. So in my book, there's really nothing to be lost by making these phone calls. And you're right, once I get the scripts pretty much banged out, then I can hand these off. But, yeah, I like to make the calls. That's just myself. I am an introvert, by the way. I should confess. I don't uh, live. For, I have a brother who's terrific in sales. He'll cold call the Pope in Italian and he doesn't even speak Italian, but my brother would is that guy and I'm not that guy.
1: Awesome. Okay. So we only have like five minutes left. I do need you to tell me about, I'm torn. I think I'm going to go with the one thing scorecard. The one thing (laughs) scorecard. Tell me, tell me Okay.
0: one thing scorecard. So I'll, so I'm looking at my clock here. Let me do this in about four minutes. So there is. Um, I reference in the sky again. Dan Kennedy is one of my marketing mentors, and he has written several times that you know for many, many years, he never let a day go by without doing one thing to advance his business. It was either making a phone call, putting a letter in the mail, calling his agent, writing a, uh, an article, whatever, just doing one thing to advance his business. And on a similar note, J- Jerry Seinfeld has said that, you know if you want to be a great comedian, you have to write a joke every day. And so what he used to do, was uh, he put a big annual calendar on the wall, and he put an X on every day when he st- when he wrote a joke. And he said, Seinfeld did, that you know, when you get a chain going, you, like three or four days in a row, you don't want to break the chain. It becomes like imperative. I don't want to screw this up. So you start writing jokes day after day, one at a time. And pretty soon you've written hundreds of jokes. And I believe Jerry Seinfeld is worth $600 million. 670 I think, is his net worth. So yeah, I thought, oh that's a valuable idea. So I kind of combined the two. The idea of doing one thing every day to advance your business. You can take Sundays off, Saturdays off, whatever your holy day is, or take two. But you got to do something regularly. So I came up with this idea. I call it the one thing scorecard. It's an index card. I like tangible things, by the way, which is another topic. But it's a three by five card. And mine has five things, six things I could be doing every day. I'll just read a couple. Mail a letter or a sample to a prospect. Um, Call five prospects. Mail a box of stuff to a blogger. Uh, call an inactive client. I've got a list of these things. And then I've got a list, uh, a row of seven check boxes in ballpoint pen. I simply look at this card every day and I do one of those things on the short list below, which are proven to advance my business uh, and, and help me get new prospects, leads, and sales. And then when I do it, I check it off, just like Seinfeld. So at the end of the week, I've got you know five, six, seven checks in a row, and I don't want to break the chain. That's the whole point here, don't break the chain. So if you've got everyone has their own set of a short list, it's not 70 things, it's usually two or three, two or three things that could help your business more than anything else you're doing. Find them, write them down in pencil so you can change your mind. Don't get hemmed in by this, but do one of those things every day. And when you check them off on your little scorecard here, you're motivated to keep going, because what's what's interesting about this is when you have those five, six, seven boxes in a row going left to right you can see where you're headed it's like uh, runway lights for a plane coming in right and so you're following these boxes and you can see i did this today and then you can look back on friday yay you know five boxes checked it's a really cool little motivational tool costs you what a half a penny for a three by five card but in my book it's just as effective as any whiz bang app you can download or put on your smartphone um, so i've been using this off and on in my own business for uh, about 10 years in one fashion or I also have a whiteboard version of this, which is right over my desk, which I'm looking at now. Same principle, a bunch of, you know, check boxes showing me where I'm going. And I can look at this whiteboard or I can look at my one thing scorecard and I know at a glance if I'm on track for this week or not. And that's a big deal. It's like having a dashboard. Again, dashboards, you know, that's a big uh, IT buzzword. They can cost uh, millions of dollars if you're a a stock trading firm to have a dashboard that shows you everything, but in your business this could be next to nothing. It, 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 whether it's the One Thing Scorecard or a whiteboard that shows you if you're on track, but I just love the principle of check boxes, checklists. You can look at it at a glance and see if you're on track. And so I've used this for really good results. And the One Thing Scorecard got a lot of traction with my Marketing Multipliers members. I got like a half dozen pictures back the first week of people taking pictures of their scorecards. It's a a really gratifying thing to have people use this. And so that's, uh, I think I've used about four.
1: (laughs) I love it. I also think that it helps people get out of this overwhelmed because sometimes when they're overwhelmed and there's so many things they could do, then they don't do anything and they get to the end of the month and they haven't done anything where this is, you've done 30 things because you just did one little thing a day and then you can like work out the logistics of you're overwhelmed later, but at least you're doing one thing. I love it.
0: Yeah, that's the. I guess that's a great way to wrap this up. Is that you can and you will get over one, but it's a quite another thing when you have a chain yeah. of like four or five checks in a row and you don't want to change. Then you're actually being pulled forward. Uh, so it's a really cool little tool that I really uh, like, and it's uh, something. It was the uh, December tool.
1: So speaking of that, why don't you go ahead and give us your pitch? Tell us how to sign up for Marketing Multipliers. What it is, Tell it's, it's all yours. Be a salesman. Come mm-hmm. on, Kevin. You can do this.
0: All righty. Well, let's do this. So the the website is www.marketingmultipliers.com. It is a monthly subscription box. So it's uh, something that's sent up by U.S. Mail. If you're in the continental U.S., you can sign up. If you're overseas. We have a digital option you can um, sign up anyway and we can set you up with a digital version but it's basically a tangible tool comes in the mail every month along with chocolate because why not i like chocolate so everyone gets free you know (laughs) chocolate gifts in addition to uh, a marketing multipliers tool every month so what i can do and it's it's a dollar to try your first box anyone can afford that beyond the first month if you want to stick with it it's just twenty nine ninety five a month. That's less than a dollar a day, and you also get a copy critique certificate. I'll be another set of eyes on any promotion you'd like me to take a look at, and I can. Um, I've had people, you know, really double and triple the response on postcards and landing pages just by the changes I gave them. So re- really, that alone is worth you know, the monthly subscription. But the tool is is what people really enjoy about it. So that is available to anyone who's listening now. But if you mention One Click Lindsay after you uh, sign up, you'll get a confirmation email. Just reply to it and say, I heard you on Lindsay's podcast. I will send you a a digital copy of the One Thing Scorecard, which you can't get any other way. I'll also send you a digital copy of the Sales Conversation Starter, which you can't get any other way because I don't re-release these tools ever. Once they go in the vault, uh, they're gone forever. So try it today, www.marketingmultipliers.com, and just reply to your email confirmation and say, I heard you on One Click Lindsay's podcast, and I'll send you those two extra tools free of charge.
1: Awesome. Kevin, do you promise you'll reach out to me in seven or eight months and come back and be a guest again?
0: It's a done deal. I'll have seven more new tools so we can keep doing this twice a year.
1: Awesome. Let's do it. You always bring so much value to the show. Thank you so much for being a guest.
0: Thank you, Lindsay. It's my pleasure.
1: There you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Make sure you join me next week when there'll be a solo episode from yours truly about how to decide on a digital marketing agency, the questions you should ask, and whether you should hire in-house or or outsource? These are all questions you guys have. I know it, and I can answer them all for you next week. Remember, if you like this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast, pretty please leave us a review wherever you are listening to it, whether that be on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever. You can also go to Facebook and leave us a review. Or if you're super lazy and you don't want to do that, I know I just called my all my listeners lazy, super lame, but you could at least share it with one friend, right? You could tell a friend about it. Tell them how cool this podcast is. So I'd sure appreciate it. Until next time, I am one click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.